Wondershare Video Converter Ultimate makes life easier by providing you with a variety of video tools. Welcome back to Beers Up Sports Talk. Sebo in the house, Debo in the house. We got a lot to cover. D, what are you drinking yeah. tonight? I am on the Kaleidoscope train from Abandoned Building Brewery. Fantastic double dry hopped IPA, double IPA. Fantastic. In my Victory Monday mug. There it is. There it is. Ooh, Victory Monday mug. I like that. Um, and I'm also at a build, abandoned building. I've got the K-Tart. This is a fruited kettle sour peach pineapple. It's been in my house forever. I've never had it. This is my first sip. Let's look at, I mean, look at that. The color looks really nice. I'm not going to lie. I almost got the... Uh, Ooh, that is tart. I almost got their other tart when I was out there, and I ended up getting a kaleidoscope. But I'm, gonna, I'm definitely going to try it. It's like mango. Yep. Yep. Mango or something. Look forward it, to it. it. And listen, it is a victory Monday, folks. We got the Bills shirt on. We got the Packers shirt on. Two teams that are three and zero. I mean, it is. But before we get into that, let's start with the Boston Celtics, whose season ended what last night. Was it last night? I've already forgot. Like, I feel like it's already, like, been a week since they lost. Yeah, it was. It, uh, Maybe less than 24 hours. They, they go to the Heat. They go down to the Heat four games to two. It's kind of a disappointing end of the season, even though, you know, they were the third seed. I don't know. Like, I have, like, mixed emotions about this because they've been really good for a while, and they're going to continue to be good for a while. So, it's like, okay, it's a weird season. Let's you know Hayward was injured again. Like let's just run it back. What do you think? Yeah, I mean the disappointment is real on this end. Like I, I, I you know I said Celtics in six. I didn't actually think it was going to go six. I thought it would be more of like a five game. But I wanted to give that little buffer. They did. There were a lot of points in that series where they did not look interested in even playing. Like Tatum was just kind of trotting around. Um, Smart after, you know, he had that one game after blowing up, and then he, he looked like he forgot how to play basketball. Like, a lot of mental mistakes that these Celtics don't usually make. The loose balls they weren't getting to. Listen, the Celtics are a much – personally, I think the Celtics are a much more talented team, even without – I know you mentioned the bench before. I like Wanamaker. I don't think he gets enough run. Um, but they have, they have more talent than the Heat. But the Heat just outplayed them. They played harder. They played like they wanted to win. And, you know, maybe that's Jimmy Butler's attitude and what he brought to the Heat. And a lot of people thought, yeah, it's only Jimmy – like, going into the season, like, the Heat really only got Jimmy Butler. They're, you know, people have been down on him. But he showed he's, he can lead a team. Yeah, and, and again, I, I don't want to knock the, the fact that they've got an incredible coach, too. Eric Spolster is one of the best in the game. Yep. Their team is really well put together. They got guy. you know, I, I think about their team and what they're comprised of and, like, Yes, I think the Celtics have more talent. But what, you know, beyond beyond Jalen, Tatum, and Kemba, there's – and Hayward when he's healthy, but, like, there's really no not anybody that can create their shot, right? They got a couple young guys that can maybe do that. But, like, Bam was just so dynamic in that fourth quarter. Tyler Hero is, like, one of those guys that, like, again – balled out but I, I guess you can imagine what we honestly what I think we need is like a corner shooter like a guy that doesn't miss and another athletic big man 
maybe a four, maybe a five, like somebody like, like Tice that can like move around. And I know Time Lord could be that guy, but he clearly doesn't have the confidence uh, from Brad Stevens to, to be out there. I mean, you know, Cantor's good, but he can't he can't play pick and rolls. He can't play defense, so he's he's worth. Yeah, like he, you know, it just he would have owned that team offensively, but he's such a liability on the defensive end. It's sad because I mean I think he could have been a, a, a big a big part of helping them win. He he showed it. I mean, he the two games he played, he scored like ten and nine points in ten and twelve minutes, something like that. He, he's there. He's just that defense. Like, I, I don't know where the scoring comes from. And, and uh, off the bench. That, that to me, is the biggest question mark. And the Celtics are in a weird place where they've spent a lot of money up front. You know, Tatum's going to probably be in line to get his extension soon. So you spend a lot of money up front, and you don't really have a bench. Now – Well, hey, they got three first-round draft picks again. So I, – I know, but, like, again – Oh, so I, I mean, that's me being kind of sarcastic. Like, we've been stockpiling draft picks for years now, and it hasn't really accounted uh, – you know – accumulated to anything like well i mean we do have Jalen Brown, didn't play. Have edwards never really like, played like these players aren't playing they're just yeah, down and, and the tough thing is for me smart is the first guy off the bench in a normal season and in, in a normal game right because hayward's in the starting lineup smart yeah. is not a guy that, that we want to score a lot of points like we just don't like uh one of one of my buddies is is steadfast by the fact that if Marcus Smart scores 20 points, we don't win. And last night when, when he scored 20, I, he hit 20 points, I sent him a text and I was like, we're screwed. And we lost. And again, it's just like, that. we're just like making stuff up on the fly, but like Marcus Smart is not a scorer. So if he's your first guy off the bench and he's more of a hustle guy, then we have a tough time scoring points because the first time I, first guy off your bench should be able to put up some points. And I know Smart, but he's- And that's the problem with Hayward coming off the bench was he, he's not right still. Like, he's not what he was in the middle of the regular season when you – know, well, never gonna, And he's never going to be – like, I, he's never going to be Hayward from the Jazz, but, like, does he – do we move him to the six-man next and say, listen, you're the guy – you're the first guy off the bench. You're going to be there in crunch time. But, like, we need somebody to – we need somebody that can put points on the board consistently off the bench. And, again, all those guys that they played big minutes to during the season, like, all the young guys, like, they didn't get any run. Nobody, nobody's playing, Right. Right. And, and I know those guys can score, but they're obviously not getting the chance. So I don't know. Like, I, I think, like, they got to kind of run it back. You got to get Cantor out there. You got to find a better big man, a, a four or five who's mobile, who can, who can defend. Because, again, you don't need to score. You don't need a big guy to score. Right. right? You, need your, your, you need your big guy to defend against these teams because Bam was just going up. Yeah. You have, you have anything you want to say about the Heat and Lakers? <sighs> Am I really rooting for the Lakers here? Like, am so, I, I mean, so at first I was like, there's no way the best storyline isn't Celtics-Lakers. Like, the um, that's just – that's what everyone wants to watch. It's like, Yankee, you know, Yankee Sox in the AL East or in the AL. But here, it's Lakers-Celtics. You get that in the finals, you're so happy. But there's, you know, there's a pretty good storyline with, you know, LeBron's going back against Spolstra. That's that's probably the biggest storyline you can have there. I don't know. Like, Bam is good. You know, Hero is probably not going to be able to drive to the hoop as much with Dwight Howard standing there, with Anthony Davis standing there. I, you know, yeah, I doubted the Heat once, but I, I think that Bron's going to get another ring. 
He probably does. I mean, the, the Braun-Jimmy Butler matchup is going to be fun to watch. I think the Bam-Anthony Davis matchup is going to be so fun to watch because yeah. there are not too many people that, can, that are athletic and big enough to, to roll with Anthony Davis. And Bam is probably one of those guys. And Anthony Davis isn't the kind of guy that's like, in my opinion, trying to, you know, he's going to back you down. He's going to hit fadeaways. He's going to hit jumpers and threes. But those two guys, like, I think that could be a fun series. Like, those are yeah, – I mean, it should be fun. I mean, I'll watch some of it. Again, you're right. Tyler Hero, you know, some of the – you know, again, the point guard thing is going to be interesting because Dragic is crafty. He's good. He's going to be able to get his – can Rondo stay with him? Can, you know – the Heat are going to have to play the kind of games that they played against the Celtics where they, they find a way to shut them down for chunks at a, of a time and, and they get – big buckets. I mean, they just kept getting these big buckets. I mean, I just, every time I felt like the Celtics were pulling away, it was like, you know, the Heat would find a way to just creep back in it. I don't know. I mean, I think the Lakers win. I think, I think Brown gets another championship. Um, but that Bam, that Bam Anthony Davis matchup is going to be fire. I'm here for that. All right. Again, it's victory Monday, man. Let's, let's, let's recap the Bills. Let's recap the Packers. D, give it to me, man. Give me your, your take on the Packers. Big well, win. Big win in New Orleans. Was it in New Orleans? It was in New Orleans, yeah. It was yeah. in New Orleans. I mean, I don't even, you know. So, one thing I will say is I'm guaranteeing that it will not be a victory Monday next week because Green Bay plays on Monday. So, I mean, it could be a Monday, but, you know, we're, we're really celebrating. I'm really celebrating on Tuesday. Because um, a victory Monday is only when both teams win. That's how I'm going. That's how I'm rolling. All right. All right. All right non-football related like I was just thinking man because we've both been to New Orleans we went down there watched the game man those bars like that whole scene must look so different and so crazy and so like I don't know I know that has nothing to do with football but it just, it was something that passed through my mind we we're out there one thing I'm going to say Green Bay does not win that game if there are um, fans in the stands I think that's you don't the game know that I, I, that's a game that they don't win. I'm sorry. But they won, so I'm happy. Right. Aaron Rodgers looks stellar. Like, he doesn't have Devontae Adams, and he's throwing, you know, fadeaway bombs to Lazard, who <laughs> tripped and still caught that ball. That was ridiculous. Yep. Um, he almost caught the one-hander where his arm's getting pulled down. The, the tight ends are coming around. It's kind of like last year where Devontae Adams missed some time and they stepped up, but now they have that experience already. So maybe, you know, maybe the Packers management knows what they're doing. I mean, maybe that's why they're in the NFL and we're sitting here doing beers. Yeah, at I mean, again, uh, but even, even the guys on, 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 on the game yesterday were talking about how they didn't go out to get a, get a wide receiver. Yeah, I know. They, they drafted a quarterback and running back and, and, but yeah, I mean, I think the reality is, relationship with your quarterback and with your 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 players has a lot to do with the success that these guys have in the league again if you guys had a rookie first round draft pick wide receiver running these posts and these these d balls you'd probably be pretty pumped you know like yeah you know i'm just thinking about like dk metcalf like that guy gets drafted last year everybody's like i don't know and now he's a freaking monster like or jefferson from the vikings who went right. off yesterday right um the, you know it's it's been the the one thing that we've talked about they have to they have to figure out tackling that one play you know that you know with Kamara with like 54 yards for a touchdown and broke six tackles I don't think he broke six tackles I think six people just kind of were like eh and didn't really make a 
I mean, yes, it was a great play. Kamara, Kamara is awesome, but and the Packers have to figure out tackling, or they're they're going to be in trouble once they start playing. Uh, if they play a healthy Niners team, you know, if they get into the playoffs and they have to play um, Seattle, they they got good running backs. They once they get some running, they they've played some good ones already. Cook, right? Kamara, and they're three and zero. Oh. Right. So I, I can't complain. No. Um, the, the the tweet of the day was from um, MVS. Boy, that one seven coverage is no joke. So he basically he caught he got Lattimore all, all almost the whole game. Yeah, and he had like two catches. Yeah, and it, it it goes to show what Adams can do when he's healthy. So 122 points in three games. They haven't had a turnover yet. Feed me more of this. This offense looks fantastic. They're the highest scoring team in in the NFL. Let's go, Atlanta Monday night. <laughs> That's good for a 60-burger. Right, yes. I mean, we'll get to them a little bit later. I mean, they could be down – you know, Packers could be down 45 nothing, and they're going to win 60 to 45. Right. But that's yeah. my takeaway. You know, who knows if the season's any different, if there's fans, but it's not the way it is. We're going to take it. We're going to run with it. We lost uh, – it looks like Kirksey might be hurt, which we talked about in the offseason. He hasn't finished the last two seasons. So, right. And he has been an absolute monster. Yeah. So, that, that's something I'll be watching the rest of this week. Yeah. And, and to your point about the tackling, I, I, I think I, I heard that it's the, the highest scoring average through the first two or three weeks of the season ever. Yeah. Uh, clearly the offenses are out thinking the defenses. I think while there is certain parity in this league, there are really bad teams. And, and I think we'll talk about them a few, a few of them in a little bit. But, like, I think the defenses, to your point about, like, tackling, are just not doing a very good job. They're just not. I mean, it's just – and because they haven't enough – they to me, they haven't had enough time to go through training camp and preseason and, and actual game time. Like, these defenders are having to adjust on the fly. And I think yeah. the offenses just react – they just change and they react quickly. Well, I think – I mean, you got Rodgers in the second year of the Matt LaFleur system. And I'll tell you what, they've opened that playbook up even more. The, the jet sweep fakes that they weren't doing – three years ago, it looks like a different team. They're getting so much more creative, and I, I love it. Who knows what's going to happen? That, that's, the, that's the 2020 NFL. Like, jet sweeps and motion and, got, you know, all these different types of movement before the, the ball is hiked. All, all right. right. Let's talk about these goals that, again, 3-0, still number one in the AFC East. A little bit of a, a heart attack game there. You get up 28-3 in the third quarter. You're rolling. And I'm going to, like, shout out the announcers at the, uh, for the game on, on Sunday. Like, they were like, Sean McVay is steadfast in this running game. He keeps running the ball. He keeps running the ball. And the Bills, it eventually just threw them off. Because all of a sudden, the Rams started going play action. They started moving the ball down the field quicker. And the Bills just weren't re ready for it. I'm going to just – I just got to say a few things. Stephon Diggs makes a huge difference. Minnesota, you're stupid. Uh, great that Jefferson went off yesterday, but, like, he makes a huge difference. I mean, John, John Brown barely played yesterday. He tweaked it. I think he tweaked a hammy or something. So he yeah. missed pretty much the whole game. But Steph, he just makes all the difference in the world. They started running the ball again yesterday. They were getting the ball into Singletary's hands. I almost think that Zach Moss getting hurt and Singletary getting more run was good because you can kind of get him in more snaps and more opportunities. T.J. Yeldon made a little bit of an, a little bit of a, an appearance yesterday, which kind of I forgot he was on the team. Um, 
we'll talk about Josh Allen a little bit. He's definitely made the leap from, you know, young kind of gunslinger to a guy that can play quarterback really well. Um, he has absolutely no fear. He is unwilling to throw the ball away. Um, <laughs> and when you're rolling, that's great. When you're trying to come back because your defense has just fallen apart, like what happened in the game yesterday, it is absolutely terrifying. Because that guy, so many times on a first and 10, could just throw it away and he does something crazy that ends up being now it's second and like 47 because he tried to stiff arm seven guys, spin out of a tackle, and throw it out of bounds before his knee hits the ground. Whatever. Talk about two plays yesterday. And then I'm done. I think I know which ones. People are huffing and puffing about the, the P.I. at the end of the game. It was a pretty bad call, in my opinion. But that DN or the, the, the cornerback was still engaged with the wide receiver past five years. Apparently, that's a penalty. Sorry, guys. Now, could it have been, like, the five-yard automatic first down one? Yes. But they gave him the pass in the game. But that call on the interception has got me. I don't understand. You want to call pass interference on Croft for shoving the guy in the back? 100%. They'd already called that. But right. to give that guy an interception, when Croft catches the ball, and Man. as he's falling down, the guy puts his hands on the ball, and then they fall to the ground. Like, nobody, like the, the announcers, the, the, the referee guy that they got in, you know, back in New York City, no, they were all like, no, that's a, that's a, that's a, you know, it's a catch, but then it's going to be negated by the passing field. That was like the biggest momentum play because the Rams had a little bit of momentum. And then all of a sudden, now all of a sudden, they got the ball and they're rolling again. Now, Josh Allen shouldn't have thrown that ball. It was like a falling away, lob it up. Again, first down, get a pressure, just throw it out of bounds. Throw, you, you literally have one of the strongest arms in the end. Throw the damn ball out of bounds once in a while. But instead, he's trying to he well, loft it up to Tyler Croft in double coverage. Well, I'll tell you what. I feel not your pain, but I understand your, uh, your concern. We're talking about the fail Mary here, where I wish I had those refs in that game because it would have been called interception. I, I just like – the Bills are a really good team, and they're they getting are. better. They're well coached. They've got their franchise quarterback. They've got talent on the offensive side. They've got talent on the defensive side. Josh Allen is really good, and the fact that he, he's not afraid of any moment is amazing. There just has to be a moment where he realized, like, one, when the Rams took the lead, I saw what I saw for the last two years, a guy who wants to prove that he's good enough to get, to get the team back. Now, he did get them back. They won the game. Yep. I can't say anything wrong about that. But there were a couple of plays that he made that were absolutely banana -land. Like, no, no professional quarterback should be doing what he's doing. And even the announcers were like, oh, it's amazing that he's able to get away from these guys. But, just, you know, just throw it out of bounds. It's first and ten. Nobody's there. Chuck it out of bounds. Just throw it over the head of your, your you know, wide receiver. Call it a day. Yeah. Live yep. to fight another day. Like, when he figures that out, when he's able to do that, he's going to be even better because he's going to give, him, give his team another shot at second and ten. There was two or three times there in the fourth quarter where he didn't do that, and all of a sudden it's second and 22. Again, they won the game, so I can't be too upset. No doubt. Like, this is literally, like, me, like, the only frustration I can show is that, like, well, one thing I would say is maybe the defense got a little tired. They brought, you know, two – but they're two linebackers start first game of the season, right? They're no, two. I mean, I mean, Ed, Edmonds had been there. Those guys had been there the first week, but I think they were out the second week. Yeah. They were back. 
Um, I mean, it was a little warmer. They were talking about it being a little bit warmer in Buffalo yesterday. But, I mean, yeah, for the third quarter, after the, the Bills came out and scored in the third quarter, they held, they held the Rams on fourth down. They come down, they score a touchdown. And then for, like, what felt like the next 35 minutes, the defense was on the field. Because, again, Buffalo got the ball after the Rams scored and wanted to keep chucking the ball. And, again, they kept praising Brian Dobble yesterday, and I think he's done a great job with Josh Allen. But, like, I know it's, it's way too common to, like, after the other team scored a couple touchdowns, to, like, hand the ball off to your running back on first and ten. But sometimes you got to do it. Just get the clock moving, get your quarterback kind of into the play. No, instead they're running play action, movement, and now all of a sudden Josh Allen's going off his back foot. And, and all he did was give Aaron Donald a chance to start cooking. And that yeah. line was cooked in the second half. That guy was terrifying in the second half. He, he's, he's pretty awesome. Like, he – the first half, they kind of neutralized him. The second half, it, every single play, he was just bowling people over. Absolutely bowling. I mean, he – like, I thought he almost killed Josh Allen a couple times. I was just like, holy crap. Well, speaking of getting killed, see Joe Burrow just get – No. Hit. Oh, he – Hit after hit after hit, like he got hel- not quite helmet to helmet. It was a late call, shoulder to the helmet. Just man, he got. I saw a tweet. Someone was like, "If if Joe Burrow can get out of bed today, so can you." Because I mean, he <laughs> it was it was bad. Like all right, well let's dive uh, in. Let's talk. Let's talk about these NFL quick hits. What you got? I don't like that two zero and two teams in the Eagles and Bengals in that last three minutes of OT played for a tie. Like, go for it. What are you gonna? What's what's what could be worse? You, okay, you're zero and three instead of zero two and one. Like the Bengals got the ball with like nineteen or twenty seconds. They didn't try to. They, they threw like one quick play, got a good yard, and they didn't rush up to the line. To spike it, like right. Go. Tr- what what can happen? So what? You don't win, and maybe you lose the game. Right. But go out there and try to win the game. Show that you, you you're trying to win. Now, you know, obviously they got Burrow. They're not trying to tank for um for uh, the Clemson quarterback there. That the name's uh, Trevor Lawrence. Yeah, 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 tank for Trevor. But like, and you know, you're the Eagles. You have them picked to win the the East, which is still wide open, by the way. Well, what, like, yeah, I mean, I guess that's the point is that, like, nobody, nobody's running away with the, with the East. I mean, I don't know what's going on with these Eagles. Like, what a way to, like, get yourself out of your funk. Play, play the Bengals. Play the Bengals. I, I, are they – like, the Eagles good? Am I am – I, They're like, not good. They have no one to throw the ball to. I, I get that. But, like, we – all, all last season you said that there's nobody to throw the ball to for the, the Packers, right? And this is oh, year, what, four of, of – of Peterson's reign in, in Philadelphia. So he's two years ahead of of, of your boy in, in Green Bay. Like, their system is in place. Yeah, you might not have any brand names, and I know they've had a lot of injuries over the last couple of years, but, like, you got a couple of veteran receivers. You got a couple of young guys. You got a tight end. Like, you got two you know, tight ends. Right. Right. That's what, really they, got, they got guys. Yeah, I don't know. I, I They don't – I don't know. I, I don't think that they have great receivers. Um then of course Rager gets hurt. He's on IR, the three three week IR. Right. They're they're decimated on that wide receiver. Right. They're they're back to Ward catching passes. Greg Ward being yeah. their number one receiver, and you're not going to win many games with Greg Ward as your number one. Sorry. Um, I didn't have this on my list, but this conversation has led me to it. I bet they wish they had Big Dick Nick right now. Oh, 
Because well, uh, yeah, go ahead. Uh, he done he done did it again, didn't he? Yeah, and and so I I, I kind of have this on here, but mine is a question: Did Matt Nagy overreact by pulling Trubisky that early? He was all you're doing now. I mean, obviously he didn't because they won, but now he has to play Nick Foles next week. I. But again, why, why, why trade for a twenty-four million dollar quarterback if you're not going to play him? Here's my thing. Then why not start him from the beginning of the year? They're maybe two and all. Played better, maybe. But again, and, maybe Trubisky played better. But here's my thing about this: if you're trying to win football games and your quarterback is stinking up the joint, yeah, and you've got a guy that you know is not afraid of the moment, maybe you put maybe you put Trubisky back in there next week and say, "Listen, we're going to keep doing this until you figure it out." I, I don't know, but you know what? I bet I bet the Eagles wish they had Nick Foles right now because, and and maybe the Atlanta Falcons wish Trubisky stayed in the whole game. Maybe they wish they didn't trade for Nick Foles because Falcons, <laughs> Jesus. And also, like, I, didn't even, I didn't even put that on my list today because I'm like, how did they do it again? Like last <laughs> week they were 99% winning, and now it was it was 98% this week. Like they, <laughs> I had I had the over for this game. And for the longest time, I was like, I'm not going to get it. It was like 40 – was it 43 or 46? I was like, it's not going to happen. Like, this sucks. And then I was like, wait a minute. The Falcons haven't got to the fourth quarter yet. They're going to let up like 20 points. And then they basically did. Yeah. I don't know. what. Like, I feel bad for the Falcons because they should be Super Bowl champions from a couple years ago. Mm-hmm. And they blew like the biggest lead in the Super Bowl. And since that moment, they have not been able to get it together. And I like Matt Ryan. Clearly, they can score points. But they just they're, – they're like a mess of a franchise. Like, you yeah, that's crazy. They could be 3-0 and right now. Well, no. They didn't really stay with Seattle. They should be 2-1. 2-1, and one. Two and one, sure. But, like, for a moment there, they were, they were with Seattle. They could yeah. be 3-0. They, they should be 2-1 and one, to your point. Yeah, they're a mess. I mean, my next one is Adam Gase is going to be fired after they lose to the Broncos tomorrow. I'm um, not tomorrow, Thursday. But they, before before, before, before we move them. into that, when does Dan Quinn get fired? Because you can't blow those type of leads and sell the job. Honestly, I mean, I know he took them to the Super Bowl, but he – he obviously hasn't been able to get that team back. I mean, maybe they haven't been as good the last couple of years. But, he, yeah, he, you, can't, you can't waste the rest of Matt Ryan's career on a guy that's, that, that can't figure it out. There's too many good coaches out there nowadays, in my opinion. So, if they go into Green Bay and get beat handily, do you think he's gone? No, I don't think Atlanta will get rid of him right away. I think, I, I, I think they'll try. Again, it depends on how the, the, the division looks. It depends on how – you know, what the future looks. But again, like, do you really, I mean, I don't know. I don't know. Let's talk about Adam Gay. Let's talk about the Jets for a minute, though. I just need to, like, have this moment. Like, because it makes me so happy. Because when he was in Miami, I was really happy that he was in Miami because he's a bad coach. And then when the Jets hired him, who got to play him twice a year, I was even more happier because, again, he was going to screw this up because he sucks as a head coach. Literally a week ago, and I know this is what owners are supposed to do or general, man- general managers are supposed to do, a week ago they were talking about him as an offensive genius, literally talking about how good this guy is as a coach. And now he's going to get fired. Again, yeah. if he could beat the Broncos 
on, on Thursday, it doesn't matter. They're not going to be good. He's wasting the rookie Sam Darnold. He's making Sam Darnold look bad. Sam Darnold is not a bad quarterback. I've watched this guy plenty of times. He can Stop play. call him a rookie. You've done it before. He's not a rookie. <laughs> they're, they're, they're first round draft pick. They're, they're, the guy that they're going to have to invest in in a couple of years. They've literally ruined this guy. Yeah. I mean, he can cook. He, you know, I just, it, it, Adam Gase is ruining this guy's career. The Jets are a mess. Like, signing Le'Veon Bell was a bad idea. Hiring Adam Gase was an even worse idea. And this team, look, keep doing what you're doing, though. I want you to be bad because it's good for yeah. me. No doubt. But, Jesus, like, I, I just – I love it. I love it. But also, like, I feel bad for Darnold. So, it, I mean, the Bells, they're the team in New York right now because those, those New Jersey teams are bad. Yes. They are bad. I mean, yeah, let's talk. Can, can we just talk – like, can we – can we, can we talk about how the 49ers keep scoring points even though they got nobody left? <laughs> they got Mullins starting at quarterback. They're on their fourth and fifth running back now. Because McKinnon McKinnon was their leading running down. back. Kittle was out. Bosa's out, and What's I know the guy's uh, bad, but Jordan, Jordan Reed went out with an ankle. Like I felt for him, like it, he he literally made a fantastic catch. It, he just jammed his ankle and out. Also, good you know what I'm afraid of? Mullins threw for 343 yards. <laughs> like Kyle Shanahan, is he just gonna like when Garoppolo comes back? He's just gonna be like unlock. Start chucking it. Like, yeah, I mean, this the team's scary still somehow. I mean, good coach, obviously. Um, they got to get – I mean, I, I hope that all those running backs are still hurt when the Packers play. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> Problem is they still have like four or five weeks to get healthy. So, we're, we're probably going to see that offense at full strength. Um, thankfully, the defense won't be, but, you know. They're just – yeah, they keep – I mean, they dropped 36 on uh, I mean, the Jets, but – or the Giants, and but even but even oh, the still, Giants, yeah. But even still, like backup quarterback, backup backup running back, not a whole lot of wide receivers to throw a ball. Backup backup tight end, best defender on the team is out. Like, and I know they have got a great defense, but like, yeah, when they get healthy, yeah. Um, yep. I I want to I want to I want to say that someone's officially back. I want to say that Ben Roethlisberger is officially back. I feel like the Steelers are like legit. They're, I mean, there's what, 3-0? 3-0. Defense is solid. We knew the defense was going to be solid. But, like, they got their quarterback back. Uh, Juju, Deontay uh, Johnson, who got a concussed. Mm -hmm. But they have Washington. Ebron looks fantastic again. And like they he was still... supposed to be, like, his whole career? Yeah, he looks fantastic. And then Connor came back to life, which yeah. is huge. If, if Connor gets going again, that team is going to be terrifying. I just feel like they're going to be like the Steelers teams of the last 20 years. Like, they're going to win 10, 11 games because they're just going to, like, punch in the mouth a couple times a game. And Ben Roethlisberger, if he needs to, is just going to be able to bring the team back a couple of times. No doubt. I got one more. All right, go for it. I think the Patriots and Tom Brady are going to be fine, folks. Both teams? Patriots are going to be all right. Bucks are going to be all right. I think everybody just can now just move on with their lives. Can I, the only thing I, I I'm I'm hoping I'm praying we don't get a Tampa New England Super Bowl. That's the only uh, thing. I, I will literally vomit all over the place. Like I I might protest that. I will vomit everywhere. 
We'll, we'll have to do, yeah, it, it would be miserable, but. All right, let's turn to Major League Baseball. Quickly, let's. Let's do it. <laughs> First round of playoffs coming up. Let's run through the matchups. Let's talk about who wins. First thing I want to say, real quick, I looked at the percentage chance of advancing or of winning this, the, the World Series. The best percentage in the National League is the Dodgers at 30%. 30! It's obnoxious. The highest percent in the, in the American League, the Rays at 8.8%. What were the Braves? Do you remember? They were like 6 7% or something like that. Yeah, something like that. Don't get me wrong. 30% for the Dodgers? Come on. Don't yeah. they took it away every year? I mean, what the hell? All right, let's do this. Yeah. Let's do American League? Yeah. All right, go for it. I also have one other thing. How is Toronto the eighth seed when Houston has a losing record? That's what I. That's my only thing. I don't understand it. Is it because they're the second wild card out of that division? I, I'm making shit up. I don't know. I, I don't understand. That was one thing that got me. And the other thing is there's four teams, four to the five teams in the NL Central made the playoffs, which is banana land. But we always say that that division is really good. Yes, I, I did notice that I was doing the, the – I was looking at it. I'm like, wait, I feel like there are a lot of teams from yeah, one division yeah. in there. <laughs> Sorry, Pirates, you stink. But, like, four out of the five teams in. All right, Tampa Bay, Toronto, who you got? Actually, before you even th say that, think about it. You have those four from the Central, and then you have the Twins, Sox, and Indians. So you have seven from the teams that played each other. Yeah. yeah. How crazy is that? Which means yeah. that those teams that didn't make it were probably really bad, and they just beat up on them. Yeah, yeah. Tigers, Royals, Pirates, Pirates. Yeah, bad teams. Yeah, bad teams. So Rays, Jays. I mean, I'm happy that the, the Jays, the young Jays that we talked about at the beginning with Vlad and Biggio yep. and Bichette. You know, they, they young team. Glad they make it. They're gonna get a little little taste of it. I, I don't think I think they're gonna come up short. Um, so I got I got the Rays. I'm going Rays too. Cleveland, New York. This is a good one. Cleveland, New York. So we're four or five. Fuck the Yankees, go Indians. Yeah, I'm with you right there. It's easy money. They got the best pitcher in the game right now. They're going to win. Easy money. Minnesota, Houston. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to jump in here. Yeah. Fuck the Astros. Minnesota wins. Well, I didn't say F the Astros, but I did say I don't think they have enough pitching to stay with the Twins, so I'm going with the Twins as well. And not enough trash cans anymore. All right. A's, White Sox. What do you got? I mean, White Sox are my team. I picked them to be that team that most people, other than the Rangers, but we won't talk about that. We talk about the good ones. We can't talk about the Angels yeah, either. Let's just keep moving. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I, I really like them. I want to pick them, but I, I've learned that you can't count out the Oakland Athletics. So, and, and the Sox kind of faded. They were in the division lead. They should be the three seed. And now they're the seventh seed. I think they're going to do that and they're, they're going to lose to the A's. I'm going A's too. I want I want the A's. I want we talked about it a couple episodes ago. I want the A's to do some real damage this year. All right. Let's move to the National League. No, Dodgers, but hold on, real, real, real quick. Oh. Just think about this. If if this happens the way we say it, we're talking Rays, Indians, A's, Twins in the next round. Like, what? No Astros, no Red Sox. No big no money. Game. No money. No big money. Crazy. Mm -hmm. Well, again, in a shortened season, again, we talked about this months ago, but it's a race, right? It's a race. And if you get hot, you get hot. And we're going to talk about the San Diego Padres in a minute, who are like the ultimate just got hot team and never really cooled off. 
Um, and they're actually the second highest percentage chance to win the World Series overall. They're at like 11% or something. All right, Dodgers, Milwaukee, who you got? Well, Kristen Gelich is so – no, I got the Dodgers. It's, yeah, he, it ain't worked out for don't, Yeah, if they, don't, if they don't win the two games and sweep it, it I'd be surprised. Again, remember, this is the same Dodgers team from pretty much from last year, except they added Mookie Betts, who's really fucking good. Really, he's shown that he's really good anywhere he plays. Yes. And it's now on the West Coast. All right. San Diego, St. Louis. I really, like, I don't know why, but I, I hate the Cardinals. <laughs> like, I just, I hate them. Maybe it's because I, you know, and I'm, I'm going to get to this when we talk about the Braves, so I'm not going to say it now. Um, I'm going with the Padres just because, I mean, I love Fernando Tatis. I love what they're doing. They, they went for it. They made the mm-hmm. trades, and I hope they, they do well. So, I'm going with okay. Padres, and we're not going to go into the second round this, in, in, in this one, but, like, right. if they get matched up with the Dodgers, that's going to be an interesting series because if there's any team that can match up pound for pound offensively, it's San Diego. And they went out and they did get some pitching. So, yeah, I got them. Cubs, Marlins. Yeah, I'm just going to say that again. Cubs, Miami Marlins. They're in the playoffs. I, I, I don't know if you noticed this when we were in the AL, but, like, we didn't mention the Red Sox. But the Miami Marlins are in the playoffs. I mean – Not the, not, not the Phillies, who I chose, but the, the – Not the Nationals. Not the Florida Marlins, but the Miami Marlins are. are hey, it's the same – it's the same – team as uh, when they were Florida you know they won some couple world series when they were young and probably shouldn't have won the world's Cubs are gonna probably beat them pretty well yeah Yeah. did they not play their first game for like three weeks at the beginning of the season like now they're in the play I don't even understand how this happens like what's going on no I mean good for you know good for them I mean it's awesome to see um I think you you know just kind of like with the Jays a lot of young players are going to get some experience that hopefully helps them. Well, not for my sake, but hopefully helps them um, next year and going forward. Yeah. All right. Atlanta, Cincinnati. I'm going to go first so I can let you have this. I'm going Atlanta. I wanted to go Cincinnati because of Trevor Bauer, because he's a hilarious to like just engage with. But of course, Atlanta's going to win this. I don't even know. I know you're going to, you're freaking out because they don't have any pitching, but like I'm going Atlanta. Well, what I will say is it is nice to not see the Dodgers or the Cardinals in the first round of the playoffs. I think we've played those two teams like four of the last five years in the first round of the playoffs. You're better now. Now you're the two seed. Right. Um, And you're right. Pitching is something that I'm going to, you know, you know, Cincinnati has the pitching for a three-game series. Like Bauer, he's good. Um, But and I don't even know if Atlanta has pitching for a one-game series. But they have an offense that is absolutely mashing. Yeah. You have – Zona's legit, off the change right now. You have two legit MVP candidates coming out of Atlanta. And Ozuna. Yeah. Like, I, I'm just going to – That's what I'm saying. Freddie Freeman and <laughs> Marcelo Ozuna. Like, yeah, what? And also, like, let's not forget that, like, Acuna is also a really good baseball player, too. I mean, you know, I know – And he – and he almost, like – in his shortened season, he almost caught them in home runs. Right. Like, he, he hit, like, five or six leadoff home runs to start games. Yeah. Like, this offense should be good enough to win this series. 
Yeah. I don't know about any other series, no. but they're moving on. So, I mean, Atlanta, Atlanta the, in, if it's Atlanta and the Cubs, is going to be interesting because neither of those teams have great pitching, right? And so it's yeah, just. I, I think it'll be fun. I, I, I would rather see the Cubs in the second round than the Dodgers or Padres. But, yeah. you know, uh, you know, it's funny. We, we went um, top four seeds and everyone. Obviously, the Astros, the Yankees, and the Cardinals picks were, well, for me, the Cardinals pick, like, that was because, you know, F them. Well, but I also, like, I F the, F the Astros, but also they had the worst record. Like, get them out of my face. They didn't have a winning record. Please stop. Just just take them out and put the Red Sox in the same thing. I mean, it is what it is. <sighs> Jesus. It's a, listen, at some point soon we're going to have to go over the over-unders and just see how we did I, I know I probably went like 89 to 93% in my picks, but like, we'll get there. You know, we'll do that soon. Well, I can, I can think of two already that you Don't need you to think of anything right now because we crushed it. I crushed <laughs> it. I think you crushed it. It is what it is. All right. Let's move to the last call brought to you by Progression Brewery. Debo, what you got? This one's going to be a little bit different tonight. I'm going to give a shout out to my mom. She, uh, she's, uh, she, she officially sold her house. My childhood house, um, you know, it, it, it's a different feeling because, you know, I, we would go over there and bring the kids to go swimming. But, you know, it's something that she needed to do. And I just want to give her a shout out because I know it took a lot for her to actually do that. And it was the best decision she could make. That's awesome. I'm going to talk about Doc Rivers getting fired by the Clippers. That just happened this afternoon. Um it did. There's been a lot of grumbling and rumbling about whether or not Doc Rivers is actually a good coach. Um, I think he's a good coach. I think he did well in Orlando. I think he did well in Boston. Obviously, that was a good team, but he still did well. Right. Yeah. Um, I think he's done pretty well in, in, in L.A., though I, I don't really understand who they're going to get to replace him and, and navigate that team. I think it's going to be kind of weird. But sorry, Doc. I'm sure he'll land at another team. There's, do the Rockets have a coach yet? I mean, I could just, could just see him getting, like, moved over there because D'Antoni's not there. He'll yeah. probably have a job in, like, two weeks. Who knows? Yeah, I mean, that team should not have lost for a few no. years. They no, definitely should have like, lost this year. Come back next they should year. have at least – it should have been L.A., L.A. I mean, you picked them for the, the finals, which, by the way, I did pick one team in the finals. Yay, go me. There you go. There you go. Um, and, you know, as a parting last thing – Chiefs are currently winning 27-10, about to go into the half. And that was thanks to a 93-yard touchdown kickoff return by the Ravens. That's the only touchdown they have. All right, I need Lamar Jackson to get it going. That's it. I agree. All right, y'all. Until next time, y'all be good. We'll see y'all. Peace.